0: Party back at ours. everybody's welcome to the Kick-Ons.
1: You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who want just a little more. Kia ora, Jason. Kia ora, Stephanie. Timata, go! Oh my god.
0: Was that good? Yeah, that was really good. Thank you, I've been practising. Oh, not ready for that. <laughs> i'm normally the like uh intense energy in yeah, this yeah so yeah watching you come up like that is really scary <laughs> i had like me. a i
1: did a breath it felt like i really wow. channeled matt yeah, yeah i know his <laughs> name <totally> now
0: <laughs> yeah i know it's hard to remember all of their names and the stars were just like so focused we were so focused in on so many people we're continuing the pretty, pretty <laughs> treasure island chat from last week by the way yeah nothing's changed no um
1: Well, something has changed.
0: Oh my god, something has changed.
1: We are bursting with excitement about today's guest. You know her from TV shows like Shortland Street, Golden Boy, Seven Days and Funny Girls. You know her as Gloria Vale's own Providence Gratitude on Jono and Ben. You know her for her gorgeous blonde locks and impeccable fashion choices. You know her as the twenty twenty one Billy T Award winner. You know her from the God tier television show Celebrity Treasure Island. Please welcome the one and only puzzle queen. Brinley Stan! Wow. Oh
2: my gosh guys I have been introduced many times in the past but that was one of the best. (laughs) I felt like I was like a wrestling person.
1: (laughs) Thank you and I always channel my inner Oprah but then by the time I get to say the name I'm like so ready for, for it to be done and to bring you in that I'm like, ah, <laughs> kind of like Oprah. Yes. Bring in the bees. <laughs>
2: Guys, thank you so much for having me.
1: Uh, it is a dream come true. Tell us what you're up to right now. Currently, I'm sitting in my um, Kingsland uh,
2: villa with my five other flatmates in our early 30s uh, who are all creatives and uh, we are locked down and have no work. So um, I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, keep the creative juices flowing and trying to talk to anyone else outside my bubble. You've been baking a lot too. I have, yeah. Yeah, I've recently for the finale made a biscuit treasure chest for Chris. Um, lots of people followed along on my Instagram with me. And there was some, yes. some trials and tribulations, but I, I really wanted to make him a biscuit cake he could smash and then like the treasure would pour out. And it was fun. Where did the idea come from? Well, he got me a smash cake for my elimination. Like, a sorry you didn't win um, sort of chocolate (laughs) uh, smash cake. And um, I was like, I want to one-up him.
1: Was it hard to, like, go along with, with the guys that you didn't know who won?
2: Oh... I, I did know and it was really hard um, because I, Chris actually rang me from, from Kaitaia when, um, when they got out. He, he obviously rung his partner first, fair enough, but I was second um, and he, I was like, oh my god, who won? Like it was the first question I asked, I was like, who won, who won? He was like, I can't say. And I was like, are you kidding me? He was like, I can't say. And I was like, I'm your best friend. And he was like, don't emotionally blackmail me. (laughs) And then he came home, like, and when he saw me in person, um, he was like, I can tell you, but you can't tell a single soul. And um, I accidentally let it slip to a couple of people, but we managed to keep it under wraps.
1: (laughs) yeah you did so well there's a big secret to hold oh
2: the biggest of all the secrets so many people I just (laughs) had to be
1: like I don't know or
2: so many people were like yes you do
1: (laughs) that's so amazing I tell us about you growing up like little brinley stint you grew up in otel tahi
2: yes in the banks of the avon river
1: <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> oh great question i mean i was just like a strange little little kid um the eldest child so pretty precocious as they come um and yeah i loved him i loved performing and making people laugh and being quite goofy but um i don't think i was really the kid who was like the lead in the productions because I think most teachers sensed it on me and were like she needs to learn a lesson she can't be like <laughs> she can't be the front and center <laughs> let's give it to this other <laughs> undiscovered child
0: <laughs> where are they now yeah. I don't know. Nowhere.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah I was a bit of a weird I was a weird teenager as well a lot of um, a lot of playing games in the drama room and performing to an audience of zero uh, with my other beautiful drama school friends. Um, yeah, that, that was me. <laughs> I come from kind of a sporting family, so it was quite interesting to be like a actor kid among... Like My dad's very, very athletic. And so he put me into so many different sports, and I was like, I don't want to do this. Honestly, I know that feeling <laughs> to this day. Yeah, mine was swimming. So I did swimming squads, and when I was around that kind of 15-year-old mark, what I would do is, because we did it five times a week, six times a week, I would go to my friend's house instead of swimming and um, hop in the shower and wet my hair and then walk walk back to the pool for my dad to pick me up and I remember one really mortifying day my dad he pulled my hair and he smelled it and he was like you weren't at swimming (laughs) I was like
1: "Ah!" caught out caught out but we need to give that like to little kids who, like, don't want to do that. We're going to pass on that information. Yeah, make sure. <laughs>
0: what smells like chlorine that you can quickly
1: put in your hair? Bleach. <laughs> <laughs> so then you went to drama school.
2: Yeah, yeah. What was that? Lucky enough to get into Toy in in um, Wellington. It was very, very cool. I, I auditioned for it um, the year before and I didn't get in. And I was like, my life is over. What am I going to do? uh so i went back to canterbury uni and did a year's worth of wasting time basically and adding lots of money to my student loan when i shouldn't have um and then yeah drama school three (laughs) years of like honestly the dream really for someone who loves performing and acting and stuff yeah three years of kind of doing what you love very very grateful for it
1: did you love living in wellington Uh, was it a good experience i loved it
2: I always say like and it's so wanky but I kind of have three homes because it's like Christchurch is where I was born and Auckland's where I live now but like Wellington's where I became a fully functioning adult (laughs) because when I got to Wellington I was kind of like I was 21 but I was like I don't know a shell of what I am now in terms of like I don't know confidence and knowing kind of who you are and stuff like that I just kind of said yes to everyone and I was like this little meek kind of thing um and then yeah I was very lucky that I was kind of separated from, you know, I mean, when you're separated from family and you go away and you do the study, I guess it's the equivalent of going to New York. <laughs> <laughs> Finding yourself.
1: <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, I love That's it. So I love cool. it. Except for the, the, the wind, um, really just, you know, and when you're poor. This week, like,
1: I reckon everyone in Wellington has seen my butt, And I just mm. am like at the point where I'm like, it's fine. Like I left the house. It wasn't windy. I'm wearing a dress. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's the,
2: one of the perks of living in Wellington. You get to see people's butts.
1: Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so good. So how did you... How do we get from Brindley at drama school to the Brindley we know and love today?
2: It's, it's I spent a year in Wellington after I graduated just trying to do the acting thing in Wellington. And I reckon that was maybe the one of the saddest years of my life. <laughs> it was just Aww. because all my friends had moved to Auckland already. And, um, I was, um, I stayed behind because my partner, he was doing his last year of drama school. So I was like, I'll stay with you and kind of do that sort of stuff. And I was working at a gym, um, from 5am to 11am every day. And I'm um, trying to do acting like in between. And a lot of the stuff was co- really cool, but unpaid. So it was like that thing where you just grinding 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 away Um, and then I kind of gave in a lot of my friends who were Wellington folks were looking down on me like don't go to Auckland you sell out (laughs) kind of thing and then um, yeah I I just followed I just followed kind of Chris really I mean he he got here a couple of years before I did so um, followed him and was very lucky to join Snort which is an improv group up here which has um, got so many or like had so many New Zealand comedians of of the recent years come through it so um yeah that got me onto like John Owen Ben and Funny Girls where I was just this like low down little grunt writer you know performing as like woman number three in a John Owen Ben sketch or like wife or um, (laughs) those sort of classic roles petrol station attendant you know
1: but that's how you become recognizable in New Zealand really is it's like is that face that I've seen before on this and this and this and slowly but surely we get to like see more of our performance yeah
0: were you always interested in going into comedy or you kind of just fell into that um part of New Zealand's great
2: <laughs> <laughs> well I I love improv and I've been doing improv um or theater sports since I was a teenager and Christchurch we did a theater sports competition there which is really cool um and so I always knew I loved to make people laugh but I I, you know when I came out of drama school I did want to do the serious acting thing a lot of the characters I was cast in at drama school were sort of like mother whose child is being murdered or you know like (laughs) environmental lawyer kind of um these like powerhouse women uh and then I got out and I realized that I'm not gonna get cast in that anytime soon so um yeah, kind of just landed in the comedy thing, and then like just go where the work goes. So like, just yeah, I was like, you're paying me for doing this. I, I will continue. I will continue. <laughs> oh
1: my God, so good.
0: I guess once you're in, or you like, you know enough people where you can create stuff yourself, or work yourself, or you know, people are like, oh, I think of you for work. Mm-hmm. You can start doing more what you want to do as well. Like there must be room now to be like, cool, I want to do a serious role and see how that goes.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think the way that New Zealand works is quite a small industry, really. Uh, and um, there only are a certain amount of opportunities for people. And so, yeah, once you do, it is a shame that once you do have a few notches on your belt, They take you a little bit more seriously and I think there is there's only so many casting directors there are only so many people who are funding television and stuff in New Zealand so like when you get to a certain level of notoriety then you can just literally be like hey can I have a meeting with you like commissioner of TVNZ you know like in America you you probably can't do that I imagine or even Australia but here it's just kind of like hey yeah let's go get a coffee because I've seen you on that thing which is cool really really cool
1: are you the kind of person that can just like keep going and going and going and find the next thing or do you have moments when you're like fuck like I've got to pay my rent next month and like how do I do that and I'm gonna combust oh man I I've been
2: (laughs) I've been there um I remember the year after drama (laughs) school I was um surviving off I think it was about 30 or I think it was $30 a week for my food and um, stuff like that. And I would buy a bag of apples and a bag of, um, like pasta and a bag of porridge. And then I would make sure that I saved enough to get one bottle of wine that could last me two parties. (laughs) (laughs) If I don't eat lunch, then I can get drunker, um, off these two glasses of wine that I get from this bottle. Um, but I think I'm, I mean, I come from a, not like a wealthy family, quite a, like we weren't, we weren't poor by any means, but not like, um, very, very well off. So I know kind of what it's like to live off the bones of your ass. So I think I'm quite resilient when it comes to that. And I've got a very much a attitude of just like, let's just keep going in the dark times. Something will come (laughs) blind optimism. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah, We call that our cream corn cheese toasty Ah. days when we'd be writing essays or like that till 3am eating cream corn from a can <laughs> yeah
2: it's I don't know if you know you kind of go like if you can get through that you can get through anything but I guess your problems just sort of magnify as you get like further up as well I don't know as soon as you get to like I mean I don't have a mortgage but I'm sure like when you're like facing paying a mortgage you're probably like wow people are like but you've got a mortgage and you're like yeah but it's hard <laughs> yeah
1: for me
0: How did you push through the, um, which I think a lot of artists get, especially in New Zealand, they're like, what's your backup plan?
2: Well, I actually went to drama school and I told all my family that I was going to be, I was going to do my Bachelor of Performing Arts and then I was going to do my teaching diploma and be a teacher of acting. And, um, I told everyone that like I, 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 you know, like I said it to my ex drama teacher from high school. I was like, I'm following in your footsteps. And I like said to my, my dad and, and you know, everyone kept saying to me, so after this, you're going to go do your teaching. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in my third year of drama school, I had a teacher, like a tutor and he turned to me and he was like, you need to stop acting like you're gonna be a teacher when you're like you have no interest in that whatsoever was like, mm. like fully cried you know like fully guilty dog kind of like mm, guilty denver um yeah. and was like oh. it's just it's a protection it's a protection method you know against yourself because in new zealand we we don't have that culture of like i'm gonna follow my dreams because people will be like yeah but yeah
1: how are you gonna pay your mortgage yeah Yeah. your dad's like
0: i knew you were a liar i I remember that time i smelled your hair
1: yeah Yeah.
2: i can smell the acting on you um yeah so i don't know i think resilience and just kind of blind faith i think i mean but we all have our doubts don't we we all do i still do even to this day like i've i've got no work at the moment because of um, the lockdowns and lost a couple of theater gigs and I was sitting there feeling sorry for myself and Chris was like babe <laughs> babe like sh- you know shaped by the shoulders kind of moment of like you've just been on this television show things are gonna happen
1: can we have the origin of your friendship with Chris story because I feel like Everyone wants to I mean, we know it, but in more detail. Oh,
2: it's a great story. It's a great story. Um, ah, so yes. um, I went to a co-ed school called Nui High School in Christchurch. And um, I had gone to a couple of, like, theatre. I, I hadn't really had any relationships or boyfriends or, like, crushes much at, by this point. I was about 14 years old. I must have been year 9 or 10, I think. And um, I went to see the Sheila Wynn Festival. And for those who don't know what that is, it's a Shakespeare <laughs> competition for high schoolers. And um, I saw Chris. Shame yeah, on yeah, you! If you don't know who are you? <laughs> Embarrassing. Um, and I saw Chris perform as Puck in like a you know a fifteen minute piece from Christchurch Boys High School. Um,
1: and I was like,
2: oh my gosh, who is that guy? Like full, full crushing. Like I was like, he's so talented. He's so funny. And um, I told my friends and I called him blonde theater sports boy um, because he also performed (laughs) in the like theater sports competitions. Um, And so I saw him around a lot and I was just like always had a crush on him. Never had like never got the guts to ask him out because, you know, different schools. And then um, weirdly enough, I got partnered with his best friend for a thing and his best friend added me on Bebo. His best friend's name is Eddie, who's also a dear friend of mine now as well. And then Eddie was like, one day, and this is like, we're pretty young really, but he was like, do you want to go on a date with me? And I was like, oh, sure. Yeah. And he's like, the day before he was like, my friend Chris is going to come. Do you mind if he comes along as well? And I was like, <laughs> sure. And then lo and behold, who turns up, but like, the Chris that I had a crush on. Long well, theater sports guy. Long sports guy. And so all three of us were on this weird date where I was like, oh my gosh, trying to impress Chris. And then Eddie's trying to impress me. And then, yeah, that kind of went on for like a couple of weeks where we'd just gone on these weird dates and he'd, I'd be like, do you want to go out? And I'd be like, yeah, just your friend Chris want to come. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, um, obviously at that point, um, Chris wasn't out yet, but, um, you know, he was, he's into guys. So I think he kind of was like, <laughs> eventually some conversation happened where I was like, I've got feelings for you. And he was like, he was like, I'm sorry, I, I don't have feelings for you. And I was like, heartbroken but that's fine uh and yeah we just all became friends from there and um I would just bunk school and go hang out with them and at Christchurch boys or meet them at Rickerton mall for some I don't know cheeseburgers
1: <laughs> yes. oh my god amazing <laughs> Whoa. thank you for that That was really I could see it all in my head yes. actually very
2: ladybird vibes have anyone seen that yeah. amazing film? You know that kind of feeling of like vulnerable, kind of being attracted to a gay man when you're like a drama girl. I
1: mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have no idea what you mean. <laughs> I've grown out of it too. Thankfully, yeah, yeah, yeah. haven't had a crush on a gay guy in a while. It's kind of sad. Yeah.
0: Me neither.
1: (laughs) 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 So good. And then, however many years later, Mm. you're both cast on Celebrity Motherfucking Treasure Island. Yep. How did that all go down, like the casting and the build-up?
2: Oh, well, he found out that he was going to be on the show um, probably six months to eight months before I did, um, and he told me, and he, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so amazing because, like, what a yeah, what a cool thing. I don't know. Like, I think it's um, definitely one of the more fun New Zealand reality shows. And plus the idea of going out and camping out in the wild is quite, I don't know, I just thought it was so fun. And I knew he'd do well. Um, and we go on a walk every morning together, and he would, you know, talk about it, and, and he'd be like, I'm going to do swimming lessons and practice and stuff. And then I think what must have happened is my guess is they may have extended the cast to make it a larger cast and more more episodes or someone pulled out. But right before Christmas, they my agent messaged me and they're like, do you want to go on Celebrity Treasure Island? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Um," And I came running upstairs and I told Chris. And, um, yeah, from it was so good because we just had someone to talk about who actually genuinely cared. Because there's only so much you can kind of hear about someone being like, this job I'm, I'm going to do you know you're kind of like oh that's cool and then it's like oh that's cool that's cool but then when you're actually involved in it as well you're like oh my god i know um <laughs> yeah and um we were not we were told not to tell, tell each other the teams but we both ended up buying heaps of orange clothes at the, around the same time <laughs> and we were like hang on <laughs> i thought they put us in separate teams but i genuinely did i was like surely create some drama
1: yeah. yeah, the teams thing, like, was kind of rant. Although it was just, like, the way that they blanket-labeled everyone was so bizarre yeah. but I guess it was just a way to break everyone up yeah
2: it kind of felt a little bit like high school quite vulnerable it's like here here are the nerds here are the thing you know here are the jokers <laughs> the drama
1: kids have already worked through their trauma and are proud of what they do and now you've labeled them again yeah, yeah
2: exactly <laughs> exactly
1: did you when you got there was it like whoa what the fuck
2: yeah it was fully surreal I mean being on the bus <laughs> the bus out there was the most weird bit because it really did feel like high school because you're sitting on this bus and I think at one point I think Chris went and sat next to Lance or or someone to get to know them because it was like you you don't want to be too insular with your friendship so you don't want to be like cling to your best friend so I think he went off and I was like (laughs) (laughs) Who who do I talk to so I ended up chatting to Lana on the bus and being like hi like who who are you what do you do like that kind of very you know do you want to be my friend <laughs> kind of yeah. oh making friends as an adult is hard it's yeah yeah. yeah
1: but it seemed like the like friendships and relationships you've all made were like really genuine and obviously long-lasting yeah
2: yeah it's a really cool cast everyone there is so nice it is really interesting like what I learned about celebrities though and is that and I, and by celebrity I mean people who have like um, I guess achieved a certain level of excellence I guess in their field or whatever um, is that they're used to <laughs> they're used to um, people wanting to ask them questions and talk to them so a lot of them not all of them but I will say for like especially some of the older people they were just like I would consistently ask them questions and then they would never ask anything back <laughs> and, and it's because that it's because that's what they're used to you know like someone like Buck or Candy, like, you'd just be like, of course, they've been, like, celebrities their whole life, you know, because they've created, you know, they're, they're so good in their field and they're and they're used to just being in places where people are like, so what do you do? Where are you from? How did you get here? Um, and, yeah, it, that, so that was quite weird. There were some really weird, awkward silences where I kind of ran out of uh, the roller decks of questions <laughs> to ask them. Like So,
0: Candy's your real name?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like, how many uh, you've been married, and like, yeah, what's your favorite like cake? If you had a cake made tomorrow, what would it be? <laughs>
1: you know, <that> kind
0: of... <sighs> Thank God for improv. Yeah. Eh? yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Thank God for Tom Sainsbury. I don't know if you know him, but that's how he that's how he has conversations with everyone. So I've just taken that off him and and ran with it. Just literally think of anything any question
0: when you went on the show did you come in being like I'm gonna be fucking good at this <laughs> or
2: were you like what am I up to?" No, I did not think I would be good um because I, I didn't know uh, we didn't know how physical or not physical it was gonna be and I saw um the day before we went we like everyone kind of had like this time in where we were all just hung out all, all these celebrities in this like motel in Kaitaia and some people went and did workouts and um that was so intimidating well we know. can guess who that yeah, was. yeah 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 <laughs> so it was like yeah joe and art and edna and i think chris went as well but like they all went to a gym and were like oh and i was just like oh no oh no because <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm relatively fit but not like boot camp i'm not like american ninja warrior Fit. um yeah <laughs> so I know I didn't think I was gonna do well I just was like just just don't go first very RuPaul's Drag Race style so I was like just don't go home first yeah. and once I got past that first day I was like great beauty we can just you know whatever happens from now stay lovely
1: and did you have a strategy or were you just like just gonna go with the flow
2: no strategy except for I just wanted to be friends with people but that's really hard because it's actually yeah. like it actually if you make friends with everyone, it puts you in a more vulnerable position in some ways. So like someone like Jess dealt with this where she was like, I just want to be really nice to everyone. But then there comes a point in the game. Naturally, this is just what happens in any game like survivor or celebrity treasure island or anything where it's like, you just, you will have to double cross someone. And then that makes you more of a villain because if you were already friends with all these people and then you were like, I'm going to send you home. People are like, Whoa. Versus, like, I don't know, Lance or someone or Edna who's like, it's just a game. I don't like you. I'm going to send yeah. you home. People are like, well, she said that
1: from the beginning. So, yeah. yeah. She did. Yeah. True to her word. Yeah. True to her word. And did you always um, have a knack for puzzles?
2: No. <laughs> no, not puzzles. Not puzzles. I do love board games. I do. I like, I'm, you know, oh, it's like, I'm definitely like a, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a, like a, my f- ideal like group size is like three to five at a dinner party kind of vibe I'm not really like a party girl or I'm not like a one-on-one kind of person so a lot of the uh, like activities I do in my life is board games so I think I probably got a bit of skill from from that. Yes, and the
0: reaction of New Zealand to be become New Zealand's very own puzzle. <laughs> game, how
2: how did that
0: feel like? <laughs>
2: Stressful at first. Stressful oh no. at first because again, you don't want to be like this, like target. So when people on the show started calling me Puzzle Queen, I was like, shut up, shut up, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> but then when I got out, it was nice to have a name. I've never had like a um, I've never had a fan name before, and I loved it. I loved the Hey puzzle queens.
1: <laughs> Some great merch opportunities. Yes. Fully, fully.
2: What would guys, what would your what would your um uh fan names be <laughs> for the people who listen to the podcast? Dregs. The, dregs? Did you say gr- The Dregs. <laughs> the Dregs. <laughs>
0: I love drinks. <laughs> it's so nasty, yeah. but also like you get it,
1: yeah. And you can see it; it's very oh. visceral, isn't it? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's good. the it's the um, second party that you go to with your one bottle. Of
1: wine. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about you eliminating art?
2: Yeah, sure.
1: How did that feel? Like I couldn't think of a a biggest like accomplishment is that like a weird thing to say
2: I'll tell you what do you know what was more of an accomplishment and you might not remember this but one of the questions and there was like this this question um and answer thing that they had to do for a captain's test and they had they read out a headline and then the the celebrities had to guess who the headline was about one of them was like who someone It was something about like the person was like successful and beautiful or something and then art chose me (laughs) and I was like and I was like that is a win that is a win that is a win um so i I was probably more proud of that um because i was like ah green thinks i'm hot (laughs) yeah (laughs) but (laughs) it wasn't like madness really i mean again like when it when you get your name called your stomach just goes blah and then you don't really listen and they're like telling you the instructions and you're just like blah and then you just get in there and you do it. And um, I thought he was winning because his balls kept popping out of that maze. But I thought they were going in the box. And so I was like, no. And then when it happened, I just couldn't stop laughing and crying at the same time. Because I couldn't believe it. I don't know I don't know if you saw me on the thing. But I like, put my hands up and I was just like, I just keep staring at Chris and like going, what the hell? Like, what the hell? What the hell? And just laughing. But like in shock, not in like malice. Because... I love art and I was sad to see him go, but I was just like, bah!
0: I think you really came into Celebrity Treasure Island and like took every single opportunity and a, a true New Zealand treasure. <laughs> oh, yes. <there's> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We we're, were just like so obsessed with watching your journey. We loved your arc. We like, you're funny and also like really kind of like watching you cry when Candy yeah. Lane was having a go. <gasps>
1: Oh, it was that was awful. awful.
0: That was my lowest day.
2: <laughs> that was my lowest day. It was like your, it was like your friend's mom who's been pranked, and she's like, "I'm really sad. I didn't think you'd do that, Brinley." You know, like it's like that. You know, I don't. It was that kind of feeling where you're like, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel bad." <laughs> crying. Oh god.
1: Even your elimination against Edna was. I literally was crying because you were both talking about your moms, and I was just like, "This is cinema." Like, yeah. and it was, and yeah. obviously we didn't want like either of you to go. Like, obviously we didn't no, we didn't want you to go, but like,
2: <laughs> that, <Yeah. laughs>
1: that was incredible. Yeah. And
2: we, yeah, when we were when sta- we were, when we were standing there, and she like because I said my one first, and then she said hers. I was like, oh my gosh like I always called her the Veronica to my Betty because we're like chalk and cheese. Her and I were very like not not similar, but like we've got this similar journey. So it's like very I don't know. It was a very beautiful kind of rounded moment. I thought the same about the finale though. Like I was like I was like writers couldn't do like, this. This has turned out no. the best you could possibly imagine. Like I bet the producers were sitting there being like, yes,
1: yes. That's what part, yeah, and, like, when he ran to the other hill, it was like, he's either got this so right and now I've got it so wrong, Mm. or it's a disaster, which it was, but then to watch, like, him run in and just, and the green fingers of it all, it was just incredible.
2: It was was like a movie.
1: Incredible. It was like a movie. And then him
2: saying that stuff to Edna and her standing there being like, "Mm," and, like, I was like... And then
1: helping... Pulling the chest out all together, the like,
2: blood, the blood. The, blood. <laughs> the blood. I know. It's like make up, make up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we need to stop. I'm bleeding. Yeah. Far out. Uh, yeah. Oh my god! Incredible. Just like thank you for being a part of such a joyous time. Because at the like life is shit right mm. now. Like you know, there's a lot of shitty stuff happening. Yeah. Yeah. And. It was just such a bright light over nine weeks or however long it was. Mm. Yeah.
0: And we're ready for our
1: Celebrity Treasure Island All-Stars. Yeah. Yes. Same. Okay.
2: Who would you choose? Who would be your pick for All-Stars? Kaylee. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah,
1: Kaylee needs great, to be great. there. <laughs> great. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. and I reckon Matthew Ridge. Yeah. Great. He was on the day. Yeah. yeah definitely. Maybe even Mark Ellis as well, just because that was always like a little bit of a rivalry or a friendship. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, um, I want to see. Obviously, Puzzle I want to see Shannon.
2: Shannon from last season because she was she was pretty robbed I'd say
1: oh my god even Maddie mm. McLean oh. he could get back in yeah. there yeah
2: I'd love to see Maddie it feels like he wants yeah.
1: to
2: <laughs> yeah
0: fully Maddie McLean's lives every night because we would we would omnibus it on a Sunday oh
1: oh mm. then you'd be like
0: Maddie McLean is going live and be like no Throw
1: Maddie <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> Yeah,
1: I thought Chris got eliminated on instead of Bark on Monday night because I saw like Maddie McLean is going live with Chris Barker. I was like, it's all over! Oh my gosh, it's all over! And then well, I was wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I was so wrong. Well, speaking of things that we love, let's get into your life at the party, Brinley Stint. What is? floating your boat right
2: now (laughs) okay my this is very off the beaten path but I'm I'm just gonna say it anyway because it's been a a huge staple in our house recently but it's um it's this YouTube channel (laughs) um and it's amazing I I think the official English name is Lizzy but um it's basically this woman and she lives in rural China and she um just makes things from scratch So she lives in this like beautiful farmhouse and she lives there with her puppies and her lamb and um, her, I think it's her grandmother. And um, she just every day, like her videos are like 40 minutes long or 20 minutes long and they like, she's filmed them over like a year and stuff. So she'll be like the life cycle of wheat and it'll be like her planting the wheat her growing the wheat, her harvesting the wheat, and then it's like she uses it for like so many different things. Like there's one where she makes ink from scratch and she makes paintbrushes from scratch. What? And like she makes paper from scratch. So then, and then you see her paint like one little thing. But something about that YouTube channel, I, I mean I'll send you guys the link so you can watch it. It's just like I watch it before bed every night to calm my nerves <laughs> of the yeah. lockdown. Something about it. It's not very pop culture reference, but I wanted to give it a shout out because it's – Stunning. She has a lot of cooking. Can you too. see
0: her on a Celebrity Treasure Island type show?
2: <laughs> if she was, she'd absolutely win. because
0: yes. <laughs> she, can, she can live off the yes.
2: land, you know. She'll just, yeah. And she's like a quiet assassin. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. So that's mine. What about you guys?
1: Oh my God. <laughs> well, ugh, honestly, Celebrity Treasure Island has taken up a lot of my time recently. <laughs> um, new Jessie Weir and Kylie Minogue, mm. do it. Oh, great. Right. How are you feeling? Are you watching UK Drag Race? I
2: am. I am. Absolutely. How are
1: we feeling?
2: I like it, but I'm sad. I mean, I don't want to say any spoilers, but I'm sad about the most recent elimination because those are two of my favorites. <gasps> yeah. So spoiler alert, if you're I listening, don't, don't stop now. But yeah, uh, those are two yeah. of my favorites and I'm so sad that they both went home. Me too.
0: And like, you can take one, but you cannot take both. No. And yeah. I don't think Teresa deserved to be there.
2: Agreed no. Agreed yeah. I think it should have been Honestly Scarlet Me too keeping her for the drama Yeah I know
0: What was that You are lead yeah. girl
2: Do You know what she <laughs> reminded so me of To me this. She reminded me of when um, The colour of that Was like when Ginny Lemon Tried to be feminine <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> like that weird like fluoro like nuclear green <laughs> now Brynley, we're gonna ask you for a peek too soon something that's just a little bit meh yeah bringing you down maybe yeah. or not this is
2: really um like uh, <laughs> it's so funny because chris and i just had this conversation the other day about what like we can hate things or not like things and like it would take a lot for us to go on the internet and like actually rag on it you know what i mean like it would take a lot for me to go to a website and be like i hate this this is bad but honestly it's the movie cinderella um (laughs) 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 so we the most recent one with them uh what's her name Cabello. Camilla, Cam- Camilla Cabello. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, yeah, but James and all those guys. I, honestly, it's yeah. it's a hunk of garbage and I yeah, feel bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, it's just like Jeff Bezos. It's the epitome of he has too much money. Like, that is yeah, it in a yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, no. Do you think
0: that Sean Mendez should have been cast as the prince and that kind of would have made it a bit
2: better? I think so. Yeah. yeah, because I don't know. Yeah. It just seems to like be like lean into the celebrity kind of, you know. I know. Like even Billy Porter couldn't make it
1: better, no. or Adina Menzel. No, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like
2: I think what? a jukebox musical is just, uh, I, and I know that okay, there's a place for it because I was probably that kid. Like if it had come out when I was. Eleven, twelve. i would have been obsessed with it so i don't want to like erase its like you know uh place in the no. world but as an ob- mm. like as an objective piece of art it's not good <laughs>
1: <laughs> and like the bones are there it's cinderella mm. there's music mm. there's hot people there's ugly stepsisters like you don't need much more than no. that to make an amazing production but it had no heart no
2: whoa had no heart it didn't
1: profound yeah right i think it's time for the mantra yeah okay 2001 to 2008 2008, there ain't a a song that we hate hate. (laughs) beautiful (laughs) now thank you thank you so much now this is our moment to appreciate the time that was 2001 to 2008 and have you, Brinley Stent, add a song to our playlist?
2: I really, I really one. have got one for you. It's um, it's right on the cut. <laughs> it's a two thousand and one, um, and right. um, I chose this right, song yeah. because of <laughs> multiple reasons. Number one, it seemed to play for basically every blooper reel, credits roll sequence for like all the films around then. You know, like the kind of Bring It On style, those kind of rom coms. For some reason, this song was in all of these films. And it's when it's over by Sugar Ray, um, I have some very, (laughs) very fond memories of me. This is so lame. But I was one of those kids who would just perform in my bedroom all the time. And um, I have vivid memories of me in my mirror pretending I was on a blooper reel. Of a film yes. to the song. <laughs> we' just there are light layers there. <laughs> would you do
0: like, would you purposely mess up the song? Yeah.
2: Like I would just like <laughs> I like, pretend to trip over and shit, you know, like I pretend <laughs> so weird. It's so weird.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Rehash that. We yeah. need a. We need a video I'll of that. I'll put it on my
2: Instagram. I'll do it. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> a blooper. A fake reel. <laughs> Playing all the different characters. <laughs> yes. yes. Well
0: Sugar so A's mean, on the list. Yeah, on the list. The there is no way I'm get, not gonna be able to listen yeah. to that now without yeah. like accidentally falling yes. over. Yeah. Uh,
1: if, <laughs> and then like looking at the camera and just like <laughs> If you're
2: listening yeah. to it, I think the best way to listen to it is just pretend. Just live your main character fantasy, pretend you're in a two thousands mm. film. Mm. Where, you know, a girl takes off her glasses and suddenly she's hot again, or you know, like, one of those moments. It's definitely around that vibe.
1: Great harmonies in that song, too.
2: Yeah, we can practice. But
0: I'll get them wrong on purpose. Blooper.
1: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, Bradley, thank you for joining oh, us. thank you so much for Spending having Spending your afternoon with us. We love you. Love you you are our puzzle queen. And we... Uh, really sad that you're not going to be on our screens every night but you can you may be soon again oh who
2: who bloody knows at this stage but i'll always be on your instagram screens if you're making some weird cake or being in the background of chris's um comedy
1: sketches follow brinley for great content and let's do this again sometime guys when
2: i'm in wellington next i'm coming to your fuddy, and we're gonna have some drinks I'll bring half a bottle of wine in. And a Pal's I stole.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Brindley. Thank you. Bye. Bye.